Welcome to another episode of So Real, The Agent Edit. I'm your host, Hayley Vanderven, real estate expert, multi-award winning office owner, speaker, mentor, and mum. Today, I'm joined by the incredible Sonia Smith, the queen of the Isle of Capri on the Gold Coast, the owner of luxury property. Sonia has been at the top of her game for 25 years and always operating at an exceptional level, both here in Queensland and in her home state of New South Wales. Today, we're going to chat about Sonia and how she's developed this incredible personal brand that's transcended any business that she's been a part of, whether or not it be in corporate or in a residential space. She's also going to share some exciting news with us about what she's doing with her business and what's coming next. So welcome to the show, my love. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's actually, you know, quite incredible because we go back quite a long way. Um, We often laugh about how we both worked in corporate and we were trying to recruit each other. You were trying to recruit me. I was trying to recruit you. Um, But let's rewind and give the audience a little snapshot of your career and where it all breaks. So it first started in 1998 in a little ski resort town, which was originally my hometown where I was born. Um, I was a single mum at the time and my um, daughter needed me, you know, on a regular basis, so I wasn't really after a nine-to-five job. So a friend of mine offered me a position in his real estate business. You're beautiful, Maddie. Yeah. So that gave me a bit of flexibility if I did some work on the weekends or if I needed to day off with Madison during the week. Um, and, yeah, and it gave me a good grounding um, in property management, holiday letting, sales, sales administration. It was just a great um, kick-me-off in real estate. And then you moved to Terrigal, is that right? Yes, so that was in 2006 and I took on a brand that was new to market at the time, the One Agency brand, so I was a foundation member of that one, one of the new innovative brands at the time. I loved the, um, obviously, the the owner of that brand, he was good to deal with, fantastic, innovative, and I kicked that off as the foundation member in Terrigal with a home-based office, which was pretty much unheard of in 2000. 2008 that just wasn't a thing like I remember and you exploded that brand you know like it went from you know obviously nowhere to absolutely everywhere and that was certainly where we first met um and just that wow factor that you created your business utilizing your personal brand that's something that I really really want to dig into because I feel like it's one of your biggest you know like trademark things you know I'll always laugh about and this has always stuck with me. You'll walk into Edgewater for lunch and you'll come out with two listings. And I'm like, how the heck did she do that? That's not normal. Um, it's got a lot to do with just having a lot of confidence and talking to pretty much anyone from all walks of life because it was never about getting their business. It was about just meeting new people, learning from them and just sharing what I do. And then it just became that natural progression into you know, more business and, and creating more relationships. And I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, repeat and referral, repeat and referral, right? But you moved to the Gold Coast when? 2011, and when it was at the bottom of the market. And at that point, I was recruiting for one agency nationally. And you had, you know, like even then, right? It's 2011, the market was tough. You know, like you've taken what you knew worked for you in your own, you know, one agency model. And you decided to do your own thing, to go out on your own. Can you talk to me about that? Um, it came from a place of um, I've kind of um, gone on that journey with, you know, recruitment and then I thought I need to get back into the sales side of things, things are picking up. I identified a few areas that I loved. One of them was Burley Heads, but that was 
loved Isle Capri because it was an island. It had a great community. I had a few friends living there. It was close to the beach, but it was, still had that lifestyle factor of boats and, you know, a bit of an entertainer's paradise, which is kind of my thing. Well, we had entertained <laughs> on a yacht in your canal, so <laughs> that was so fun. So, uh, so fun. That, that was just a natural progression for me because I loved the people, I loved the place, and I just knew it could work. Yeah. And, you know, like you've said it a couple of times now, community, community. You've picked a pack mm -hmm. that you wanted to be part of that community yeah. and you've really gone hard in that in the sense that you live it and breathe it, you know, like, you know, as you said, you went to this coffee shop, you shop exclusively in some of those boutiques, you'll, you know, you're in the, the cafes, the restaurants, the bars. Florist, the hairdressers, the gym, yep. the nail bar. Yes. You're all in, you know, and yeah. they all know you. But yeah. I think sometimes... Um, that can be greatly underestimated. And I think, you know, like when you look at the way that you've built this magnetic personal brand, like what do you think the secret sauce is there? You've said confidence, but what else do you think it is? Do you think it's relationships? It's definitely built on relationships. So I committed, you know, to a lot of people in those businesses who I, I've always bought my flowers from the same florist, from my clients, from my personal home. I always try to support every business in that precinct. Um, and I think that goes a long way to giving people that confidence to invest in you too. Mm -hmm. um, so, if it, you know, referring people, you know, for some people it doesn't come easy. Um, but I always had this mantra that if I walked through that shopping centre, for instance, I never wanted a buyer or a seller to meet and, and say, well, you know, as a seller, she, did she fight hard for me? I always wanted them to have a, you know, a positive conversation. Yeah, you never wanted somebody to duck into a shop and be like, oh, I don't want to talk to Sonia. Yeah, and you've always been a real marketing machine with your brand as well. And now that your brand luxury, um, you know, has really, really been established as a market leader in the Isle of Capri, you know, like you go all in, like you've got the purple Maserati, you've got, you know, your purple glasses, you know, like we'll finish a conversation on Facebook or Instagram and it's a little purple heart after it, you know, and that's such, there's such, you know, passion moments for you you know like you are so invested in that personal brand and I think that's also where we've really aligned on a lot of of these things you know and if you've got somebody that's listening today because you know if somebody's come from a cookie cutter cut, blah, blah, a cookie cutter franchise often they don't know about personal brands because they sit behind the brand that you know is over the door and they may not have had time to establish a personal brand of them their own um, they might have invested or, you know, got educated in that space. What are a couple of key things that you would say to those agents that maybe don't have a strong personal brand about how they could start to build one? Um, I think it's about always being authentic and always being passionate about what, you know, in your personal life as well, that you always have a consistent theme throughout. Mm -hmm. So mine's always been about um, lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it's always been about, um, yeah, obviously we've talked about relationships. But I just think it's just believing in what you're doing. I just had this you know, vision for my brand and I just knew it would work. I did, and, I, and I had people say, oh, it's too girly, it's too purple. But even, even the, you know, the guys that worked with me on oh, Capri go, I don't care if you're purple. I think you're good at what you do and your, and your brand actually stands out. So yeah. it, just, it just, even when I had people say, well, why don't you make it black and black with a bit of purple? I'm like, no, no, it's purple. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just, that, that was my belief. I've made my call and that, you know, begs to, you know, the real point around people can overthink and they can paralyse themselves by constantly, you know, um, what do they say? 
action paralysis. Like they'll stop themselves from moving forward because they're just so, so, so concerned about it being perfect but not done. You do your market research and you talk to your trusted advisors, but if you truly believe in something, go ahead and do it. Just back it. Yeah. No fear. That's it. And so I just want to rewind for a second when you're working from home and it was so unknown in the marketplace. People were like, what? You don't have an office. The lounge room agent. The lounge room agent. So I just used to spin that to the other agents and say, that's okay. You get me in the lounge room, I'll get the business. Yeah. (laughs) From my lounge room to your lounge room. And it it didn't bother people because I I don't like to use the story, but but I will. Many, many years ago. McGrath took window cards out and I just used that story because my competitor was my biggest competitor in the territory was McGrath. Mm. They didn't have window cards, they were an upstairs office. Yeah. Most people didn't drive around looking for window cards in those days, they were already online and even more so now. So yeah. it just was that was my argument. Yeah, it was like, well, I can what's focus the... on you, the seller, not cleaning my windows or wondering what my receptionist is doing. Exactly. And it's funny, we're sitting in a, obviously an office at the moment that has no window no cards. Window cards so. And it's just, you know, now it's kind of weird if it does have window cards, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, so I guess that was just another vision, another belief I had back then. I didn't think it would be an issue and it wasn't. And you are just seriously so before your time. Uh, you always do this. You always do this. I love it. And I, I think one of the other things that you and I have often spoken about as well is work-life balance. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, burnout and the way that, you know, people can grow a long-standing, sustainable business. Um, and is this something that, you know, like in the last 25 years, there would have been plenty of time, especially as a single mum, going hell for leather, trying to raise a family, trying to be all to everybody. You know, during those times, what have you done to protect your sanity and your wellness? Um, probably another thing that's well known about me every year without fail, apart from last year, I go to a health retreat where the phone doesn't work, where I replenish, rest, restore, and don't talk to anyone for at least seven days. Yeah. So that's that's a huge thing for me. I likened it to a month in Fiji because you literally are cut off from the world and all you do is focus on yourself for seven days. And those health retreats can be quite confronting when you've got no tech, you know, like, and particularly for real estate agents that are constantly on the go and they're used to being on 24-7. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to find a gap. Yeah. It's hard to find a gap. And it's also hard to to not pick up the phone. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Correct. That's and that's it takes about twenty four hours to wind down and take your head out of that space. And then once you do, you you pretty much get to day seven and say, Can I pick the phone up again? But <laughs> life goes on and you come back to reality and you feel refreshed and you start again. Bills to pay, off you go. Just yep, get it that's done. It. Yep, absolutely. And I think, you know, when we talk about um, the realities of burnout in business. Um, you know, that's never more evident than when people are just unaware and they don't make that time for their own wellness and their own, you know, personal journey. And have you got any, like, great morning rituals or morning routines? Like, I know, you you know, you can jump on the jet ski out the back and go for a burn if you like, but what's the things that are most important to you in that longevity piece? Um, well, given that um, I'm more of a night owl than an early bird, so I'm not in the 5am club. Sorry, Tom. Um, but we, um, yeah, look, I've got little rituals now. As I've gotten older, I turned 55 this year. So you, know, oh. you, have, to, you have to preserve your energy more than ever. You just um, do not look 55. I hate you. Yeah, yeah, and I still I still just use natural therapies. I don't use anything that's not natural. But my, my puppy dog's my thing. I can 
and he can we go for a little walk every morning. So that's a good that's a good starting point for me. It's a good grounder, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So that that clears the head and it just gives me a bit of joy first thing in the morning. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things I do now. Yeah, that's so awesome. And obviously you've got some massive news that you're gonna drop for me uh on my potty. So thank yes. you. I'm very, very excited about that to share that for you. Um, but you've, you know, you've gone full circle a couple of times, right? Like you've had big businesses, you've had smaller businesses, you've had multiple people within your business, you've had PAs, you've, you know, grown rent rolls, you've sold rent rolls, you've done all of those things. You're highly coveted by some of the most, um, you know, widely um, admired businesses on the Gold Coast as somebody that they would like in their business. But you've made a big bad call. Tell me about what's happening next. So. Um... There's two things that attributed to a decision that I've just recently made. One was I sold my rent roll last year because I got a good offer and I just, you know, even though I like property management, it's not something I love. Look, your I, timing couldn't have been better. <laughs> well done, you. So I did um, I did have success with that uh, in August last year and I sold it to a girlfriend, colleague of mine, who I respect very much. Um, so that went well. The transition was smooth and my clients were all happy. They didn't really lose anyone from that transition, so that's fantastic. Um, she's got a fantastic team. She's a global brand but with a boutique-style office. And um, because I did experience a little, little bit of burnout last year, um, I wasn't taking enough time off. I didn't have that ability to, you know, hand over things and say I'm just leaving for two weeks and give myself a, a proper break, um, which I haven't done in eight years of this business. Oh my business. God. So I said, I mean, I've taken five days and seven days, but I've never had a two or three week proper break. So um, I've been in talks with the, the lovely lady that bought my rent roll, and she said, you can come in here, you can still have your personal brand, you can pretty much do whatever you want, just be part of us and then we can have your back with, with other things in business. So yeah, so approximately the first of May, I'm joining forces with Wendy Lennigan from Parkhorse Broadbridge Waters. That is so exciting. I am just so pumped for you. I think you know it's just one of those things when you you know join a team and you don't have to worry about you know like the photocopier or you know done the printer, that. the done subscriptions, the, the body. Yeah, done, exactly. Yeah, done all the negotiations with all the suppliers and all paid all the bills and yeah, it's, it's been fun. But it's really didn't give me that true, you know, um, where I want to take a break for a minimum of two weeks. I wanted to go to Europe. Or I wanted to go to Spain. I just don't have that backup. It didn't have that leverage piece, and it's yeah. like being part of a team, yeah. you know, where where all of that stuff somebody else's problem. Yeah. Um, just gives you the ability to do what you do best. So it's, I've always been a lone wolf, but I'm yeah, I'm going back to the small pack. Yeah. A, a pack that I love. They're just good people. And that's the thing, isn't it? When you surround yourself by greatness, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, um, I've heard it said a couple of times today, like iron sharpens iron. And, you know, when you're with people like yourself, you really, really do just perform at your best. So I'm so, so excited to hear that for you with Wendy's business. And it's it's really like, I'm really pumped that, you know, you're, you're going to be surrounded by those good people, which is amazing. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Actually, Deborah Evans said to me in 2016 when she sold me her business that that was the very best thing she has ever done because she went from being the business owner to being a conjunctional agent inside of our business and listing and selling. 
And she's like, this huge weight was lifted off her shoulder those days because she could focus on what she did best, which was listing and selling. Is that kind of how you're feeling about this move? Yeah, absolutely. I've, done, I've ticked all the boxes. I've done the business owner thing and rent roll. And, and I just think, you know, my focus now is what I'm good at currently is, is listing and selling. And so I need to, yeah, I need to feel like I can focus on that 100% and, and of course, you know, go for the work-life balance of giving me some real time off when I do have a break. Yeah, no apparent about it. You are a phenomenal salesperson, Sonia Smith, and they are very lucky to have your undivided attention. Thank you. And just before we move on to this conjunctional opportunity that you've got with the business at um, Broadbeach, one of the things that's really, really attracted you to that is that you haven't had to um, drop your personal brand. Right. You, you know, kind of co-branding yes. um, with the Harcourts business to, you know, kind of get the most out of it. So like that powered by thought process. That's it. That's it. So they're, they're moving, obviously, with, you know, being innovative too and mm. taking on that I'll be the luxury, you know, prestige specialist. But they, they are aware that that brand's strong, particularly on all of the three. Isn't it amazing how the real estate world has changed? Mm -hmm. To think that mm -hmm. eight years ago, 10 years ago, even five years ago. And now we're collaborating. Exactly. Now we're collaborating, we're working together, and we're kind of forging this new pathway together, which I just find so, so uh, incredible and inspirational. You are flipping phenomenal, um, Sonia Smith. And as always, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, but thank you so much for sharing your story with us today and, um, yeah, being on the podcast with me. But that's a wrap from us. Thank you, Hayley.